Today's show is sponsored by Carson DeLosa. At the end of the show, you're going to learn about a really cool opportunity to help have the classroom of your dreams. So for now, let's get on with the show. BAM Radio Network. Do you also want students to have more discussions and work together more? When you walk into the Starbucks, you see people sitting, communicating, collaborating on their laptops, tablets, drinking coffee, having pastries, and they're engaged. Welcome to Every Classroom Matters. This is Vicki Davis, the Cool Cat Teacher, and you're listening to the show for busy teachers everywhere about the best practices that matter. Let's get started. Today we're talking with Oscar Syreman. Now, Oscar, I'm quoting from your blog. You say, a couple of weeks ago, I pulled the trigger. I've decided to replace what my traditional chemistry room now is with a brand new flexible seating. And you're calling this what? Describe it to us. Um, I'm calling it the Starbucks My Classroom Project. And basically, I thought of it because I participated in a chat recently. And uh, Kayla Dowser, whose article I've read before on Edutopia, wrote about this. And she was there. And the discussion viewed that way. And one of the participants, Evan Robb, who's a principal in Virginia, said something that really was a light bulb moment for me. He said, uh, Starbucks is for communication and rows are for compliance. And for me, that was like, wow, that's it. I'm a Starbucks my classroom. Okay, so what does this mean for a chemistry classroom? Because, I mean, you have to have a place to do experiments, right? Yeah. Um, nice thing about the room I'm in right now is that there's a designated let's call it lecture area, which I'm trying to change, and a designated lab area. So they're kind of separated. So I can still do labs, experiments, etc. But then the so-called lecture area will be Starbucks. Okay, so as we're recording it, this, you're in process. School hadn't started yet, and you're creating it. So describe to us some of the things you're pulling in and, and what it's starting to look like. Yeah, the school just ended. So I'm just asking everyone for help. I asked students, I asked staff, and, you know, they've responded. One staff member, he gave me three tables, which are suitable for group work, but they have adjustable legs so I can lower them um, and, you know, put a carpet or a rug on the floor and have students sit on the rug or pillows. A student recently emailed me saying that she has this table with leaves. It's sort of a restaurant type table and it has six chairs so it's gonna be you know i'm gonna have that I, i'm thinking uh, i actually wrote a grant or applied for a grant so i'm hoping to get that so that will open up a whole lot of possibilities but right now i'm just beginning and i have some frames for a dip from a different staff member as well so it's you know the school just ended and i already have a lot of stuff i'm thinking so so how did your administrators respond when you came to them with this idea and you said, hey, I want to make my classroom or the lecture area of my classroom look like Starbucks? Have you gotten a positive response? I did, actually. So when I walked into my elite principal's office and told her, her first response was, who's going to pay for that? So I'm kind <laughs> of, you know, yeah, laughing about that. But she said she wishes more teachers had, you know, ideas like that one. And of course, it's not my idea, but I'm the first person in our building who's trying to do something like that. So she was very open to it. But, you know, money's tight and um, I got to be creative about it. And I'm fine with that because that really lets me be creative. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the creativity required by a lack of resources really 
pushes you, you know, to another level. Now, Oscar, it's difficult to be the first one in a building to do something. Would you agree with that or not? Oh, yes. I mean, I've already had some uh, concerns expressed by some staff. And these are from people who I really respect. They're good teachers, but this is something new. And our brain resists change. I mean, its number one job is survival. So then when you introduce something so outrageous, it, it goes into defense mode. Uh, one teacher told me that when she put a couch in her room, it created some discipline issues. So those are valid concerns. And I'm thinking that I will definitely have to think about all those things and plan for them. Another staff member, he said that you can just put the chairs together, you know, the traditional desks, just put them in groups of four and make that work. But I don't think so. I think I have to be intentional about how I set up the room and more inviting, you know, because doing that with the desks is taking the easy way out. All you're doing is rearranging them, but what's to prevent you from just going back? Whereas if I do what I'm doing right now, there is no going back. I'm getting rid of those and I'm doing it 100% all in. Well, how does it make you feel personally as a teacher to have a vision that you're driving towards? Oh, it's very, um, I think, gratifying and fulfilling because I'm on this mission and it's all for the benefit of the kids. I wrote in one of my blogs that if it benefits the kids and nobody loses an eye, it's worth it. And I believe huh. it's one of those things, you know, I'm on a mission. That's awesome. And I love how you say that I should be intentional and it should be inviting. And I think those two eyes are very important. So what is your intent with redesigning your lecture space? What do you intend to have happening more that you didn't have before with just desks? That's a great question. And I don't have it all hashed out yet, but I want to be with the students in the space as opposed to having that clear control structure where teacher is the boss and students are supposed to follow. I want to be in the space with the students. What I mean by that is that I will definitely do a lot more blended learning. I have 20 Chromebooks uh, because I received a grant recently. Um, so students will be able to use those. And instead of me standing in front of them and doing a PowerPoint, which is unfortunately what a lot of you know teachers still do all day, every day, I'm going to be able to be in there with the students in that space, working with them, um, Socratic, blended learning, just asking them questions, interacting with them, etc. So that's how I envision it. And of course, I'll have to plan it better. But the beginnings of that vision are forming in my head right now. I love it because your change in design actually goes with a pedagogy. It goes with a form of teaching. And that really, I think, is an important point for all educators to realize is that when we change, our classroom design should fit with how we want to teach and what we want to have happen in the classroom. So, Oscar, you're saying you want to be more participative. Do you also want students to have more discussions and work together more? Yes. I think of it this way. When you walk into the Starbucks, you see people sitting, communicating, collaborating on their laptops, tablets, drinking coffee, having pastries, and they're engaged. And this is what I want in my classroom. When you walk into my classroom right now, it's gray and so uninviting, I think. I would have a hard time being motivated. And sometimes maybe I do because it's so gray. So of course I have to, you know, I'm good at you know pumping myself up and, and doing it. But you know what? I think if the environment stimulates that, if students walk in and they think this is going to be different, this is not going to be the same. 
I think that will make them wonder and open up possibilities. There will be some initial anxiety, of course, because it's so different, but I think it's going to be a game changer. Well, I love that because as teachers, we do have to pump ourselves up to go in, Oscar, you know that. But if our classroom can help pump them up too and get them excited in a positive way, then then that just helps build momentum. Oscar, is there any encouragement that you have for teachers who are thinking about Starbucksing, is that a verb? <laughs> but Starbucksing <laughs> <Sure>. their classroom. <laughs> it is now. It's it is a verb now, I mean. Yeah, I wrote four or five blog posts now related to this. And the, the latest one is kind of talking about overcoming the fear of something completely new because I have been contacted by some teachers who said, I'm kind of scared because this is so new. I'm a new teacher. Maybe I start with this. And what I say is no pressure. Just do it however you want to do it. Start small, medium, or large, whatever you feel comfortable with. Just keep moving. Uh, Keep making it your own and keep um, making it so that it benefits the students. And as as long as you keep going, it's going to be okay. And I think I don't want to cause an anxiety in people thinking that they have to have this thing done, that the project means, oh, I have to have it all done and finished. Because I might not. Um, but I know I, it will be very different come next September, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and when you start in September, as with all things, whether it's classroom procedures or anything, we iterate mm-hmm. once we start, don't we? Yeah, um, and that's going to be very different too, those different procedures, etc. But it's a brand new beginning, so I think that's also the opportunity that we as teachers get every new school year just the opportunity to change and to do things better and to improve. And I think this is what Starboxing the Room does for a teacher and for students. So teachers, as you've listened to Oscar, I hope you're challenged. I hope you're considering, are you being intentional about the design in your classroom? Is your classroom inviting? If you love Oscar's idea of creating a Starbucks climate in your classroom, but you're wondering where you'll get the money, I have an option for you. Carson DeLosa, today's sponsor, has been helping teachers engage students with supplemental education products for 35 years. But this year, they're doing something really special. They're offering funding to help you create your dream classroom. To find out how to get up to $450 towards creating that inviting Starbucks climate in your class, click the Dream Classroom button on your screen to see their five funding options. If you're listening by podcast, go to www carsondelosa.com forward slash dream classroom. Or you can go to my blog and follow the links I have on the blog post. You've been listening to Every Classroom Matters. If you think today's guest is helpful or inspiring, will you share this show with someone else? I'm Vicki Davis, the cool cat teacher, and I'm here to help. So give me a shout out on Twitter. And thank you for making the best practices here on Every Classroom Matters part of your busy day. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.